Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool center. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Well, that's up to him. Um, so I'll let him work through how it's up to us, but I'll let him guide his way through it. Um, and when, when the, the time's right for him to make the call, I'll, I'll be stepping aside and letting him do it. So that'll be in the, in the future somewhere. So that's Adam Simpson talking about the pending retirement announcement of Josh Kennedy. Many forecasting that this will be announced in the next maybe 24 hours, 48 hours possibly, and the West Coast Eagles fans can pay their tributes to him at a home game against Adelaide Sunday afternoon. And I think I'm convinced that it'll be this week. The following week is a is a Fremantle home derby, and then West Coast on the road down to Geelong, you know, in a fortnight, and to, to end this their, their, their abysmal season. Um, but it gives them a chance this week to celebrate the champion person and player that Josh Kennedy has been. Now, in the 271 games you've talked about, Peter, so he goes to outright uh, fourth mm-hmm. on the West Coast Eagles all-time list played. Um, and we know he's got his over 700 goals. So it's a chance. So it'll be announced somewhere. It has to be announced. Oh, I <laughs> Adam Simpson, I'm not so sure why he went the way he did yesterday, probably being respectful to make it look as though it's Josh Kennedy's call. Josh Kennedy made the call five or six weeks ago, went in and said, look, I'm done. The knee is gone. I struggled to train all week and coming up week after week. And that's why he's had a couple of games off. He's missed two away trips, hasn't he, in in that last six weeks. We've known full well he was going to retire and his last game will be this game against Adelaide this week. So I reckon West Coast will actually load up. They, 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 they've, they've brought in Nat Newey to get a game. I, I'm surprised that Nat Newey played as much as he did yesterday. And I think perhaps given the decree that when it must have gone on at halftime, one way or another, West Coast have decided at halftime, hey, let's just have a crack here. It's a bunch of kids out there. They're not that good and they haven't put us away. And West Coast, I mean, the, 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 the total reversal in urgency between the end of the first quarter, second quarter and the start of the third quarter was just mind-boggling how much more uh, urgent West Coast was, how much more pressurised their tackling was and their their harassment and the quicker movement. I mean, I, I wrote down at half-time, Peter, um, my, you know, my, my feelings on West Coast, the way they played their first half. Let me quote from my notes. So my mm-hmm. only reference here is my notes from yesterday. No one's sitting with me. Poor skill dis- disposal, poor defensive skills, no body on body. Slow ball movement, side to side, no confidence, no authoritative system. Well, no urgency in the first half. Minus 16 in contested possessions to half time. West Coast 13 inside 50s to Gold Coast 30, 25 minutes into the second term. West Coast thankfully kicked the last goal of that first half. That was the, the Ryan goal to bring them back to 31 points down. And it was just a complete reversal into the second half. And they then ran on 
into a position. I think that's – I reckon that's why Nat knew he stayed. I thought he might have had a quieter, much more time on the bench in the second half. I thought Shuey might have. I thought Redden might have. I thought Gaff should have. Gaff – I don't think he's playing great footy, Andrew Gaff. But I sort of thought, well, they'll load up. They'll absolutely load up because they know they're going to have to beat Adelaide next weekend. Adelaide showed something against Carlton. Yes. They've caused Carlton some real grief with that win. Carlton will miss the eight. I'm convinced Carlton will miss the eight now. Had they won that, they, I don't think they could have missed the eight. So I think West Coast, with the form reversal they showed yesterday, and then defied, they defied all the indicators across the game to get within a position where they should have won. Jake Waterman wins, kicks a goal instead of kicks into the man on the mark at, uh, what was it, the 28-minute mark of that final term, the 23-minute mark, Horrible finish. They could well have gone on and won that game. But the contested possessions, Gold Coast 139, West Coast 124. Clearances, 46 Gold Coast to 32 West Coast. Inside 50s, 57 to 40. And West Coast should have won it. So I think they've loaded up. I think there was a far better approach to it in the second half. And I'm wondering if they even just didn't mm. think, you know, geez, we've got to be better than this if we're going to beat Adelaide and, for JK's uh, send-off. And also, the other thing is, speaking about JK, of course, Andrew Gaff was celebrating his 250th game. What was the milestone that Josh Kennedy had? And they were deplorable. They got really well beaten. There was a milestone just recently where we were celebrating Josh Kennedy and, or was it Shannon Hearn? No, it was Shannon, Shannon Hearn. Hearns. It was Shannon Hearn and they just didn't front. Mm. They just did in front, and everybody criticised. How dare you let Shannon Hearn down uh, on his 300th game and with that deplorable performance? I think it was Richmond here. Yeah. So that's, that's a while ago. It's 11 games ago. So anyway, uh, and I think they had to sort of show some face yeah. for Andrew Gaff, but who played his 250. I, I sense West Coast will load up now. Uh, the argument there, and we've, we've discussed there about like Fremantle, Monday announces his retirement. Where do they go beyond Monday, Fife, Walters in the very nearly near period of time? The, the, the next six weeks is the most immediate. Fife, I don't think Fife will play round 23. He has to get ready for the final. But Monday, Fife, if they don't beat the Bulldogs this week, Fremantle will finish fifth or sixth, probably even sixth if they lose to the Bulldogs this week, Peter, because I'm giving Richmond wins over Port, Hawthorne and Essendon. I'm giving the Bulldogs, if they beat Fremantle, they'll beat Western Sydney and Hawthorne down in Launceston to finish. And both of those, Richmond and Bulldogs, could jump into seventh and eighth at Carlton and St Kilda's expense. So Fremantle finish fifth or sixth, then they're looking at Richmond or the Bulldogs in week one. And if they, heaven forbid, lost this week and dropped one of the Derby or Western Sydney, I don't think they will. I think they'll win the Derby and the Western Sydney. That gives them six. If they finish seventh, heaven forbid, and had to go on the road to play against a Richmond or the Bulldogs, it can only be Richmond. I think Richmond will get sixth or seventh. But I think Richmond and the Bulldogs, seventh and eighth. Fremantle, fifth or sixth. So they're facing one of those mm. in the first week. I was uh, talking about GWS in a moment, but uh, we've got Paul here who's texting. He must be a bit of a, uh, a Brisbane Lions fan. He says, when Brisbane lost Zach Bailey to injury, he only had Darcy Ford, a slow-moving ruckman, to replace him. The game started to turn. And of mm. course, uh, mm. they then lost Dylan Grimes, uh, did Richmond to injury. They replaced him with Morris. Uh, they ran actually increased, hence the massive change in the game. He also said, what about the odd goal review that went against Brisbane in the concluding stages of the match yesterday? I didn't catch well, that no, goal well, that, review. That, it was a ridiculous goal review. Oh, yes, I did see it. Because yeah. a free kick had been given. That's right. And they still went through the goal review and then just continued on with the free kick. Which And the goal review was unnecessary. That's right. That's right. I did the goal, see it. Not unnecessary. The goal review was a mistake. And the free kick 
What a waste of time that was. Well, I think the umpire just got it wrong. And and you heard him say as he ran into the goal square, it's your free kick, don't worry. <laughs> then they did the review, and now it's your free kick. That's but right, it was, yeah. And, and they said insufficient. It had clearly gone through by a, a half a metre to be a goal. Yeah, but and of course the uh, field umpire the played the Brisbane, push in the back on the Richmond defender. I've got this suspicion. I, I think Brisbane need to be at their best strength because to play Fort, that's the second time they've played Fort as a sub and he's had to replace a small. To do that, that indicates that they're not that comfortable with the depth of their team. So a 23rd and 24th and 25th options aren't available to them, especially with Daniel Rich out of their team in Brisbane. I'm not so sure they've got the depth. And so, therefore, it's a credit to the fact that they're staying around about the place, challenging for finals. <laughs> they, they, they're unbeatable at the Gabba. I think it's 34 of their last 35. I'd, need, I'd have to check that. But it's something like that. But they can't win finals. They can't win at the MCG. And they can't win when they're pressured by the best few teams in the competition. I started to say a little while ago, Pete, some of the teams that play at their best, that only play for a quarter of a bit, Port are one of those, Richmond are becoming one of those, Collingwood even at times. Look at Collingwood. They're, they're going to run out of luck. They're going <laughs> to run out of all the luck. They've used up all the luck they have. They've won, won their last six of the 10 straight by a total of 38 points. That's an average of 6.3 points a win. So that's that's six of their last ten. They've won eight of that ten straight winning sequence by eleven points or less, and come from behind numerous times. You can't keep doing that. No, they're no. going to run out of that. And I think Collingwood are in a bit of trouble. Melbourne, Sydney, Carlton, Melbourne, Sydney. I'm not so sure they win. Probably Carlton the last game, and that's that's what puts them into percentage chase. They're more Brisbane for percentage. At fourth and fifth. Okay, we're going to take a break. I'm going to come back on the other side of the break with the most interesting uh, details that I've found. In fact, we've just got some uh, news on Jai Cully. It's just coming through. Has been handed a two-week suspension. So two-week suspension for Jai Cully. Uh, That that has just been handed now. I, I think he had to get that. Okay, so we'll come back and discuss that more. And also what I thought was the most intriguing comments to come out of the weekend. Uh, That's coming up next here on Drive with Peter Vlahos. Uh, Of course, the Birmingham 2022 Commonwealth Games live, free and exclusive on 7 and 7 Plus. Download the 7 Plus app for your smart TV, mobile or tablet now.